Welcome to the Yoga Church Sunday Sermons with Summer Cushman. These sermons are filmed in the place I'm lucky enough to call my backyard. So you might hear the sounds of birds, geese, roosters, trains, and wind. And sometimes, my sweet pup Indy. Early fall is when all the crops are being gathered in. And even though most of us aren't farmers anymore, we understand what it means to harvest something, what it means to reap what we've sown. While this phrase is most often used to communicate something negative these days, I think it's an interesting idea to explore because as I said last week, at any given moment, we can look at our life and understand that our current situation, whatever it is, is 90% the byproduct of our past decisions. We do indeed reap what we sow. Please notice the fact that I said 90%, right? Because there is much in this world that is beyond our control and any myriad of things, disease, poverty, systemic racism, can and do greatly impact our lives. But our thoughts, feelings, and behavior, the things we have direct control over, have the biggest impact on the quality of our experience and the way we move through life. Part of living a spiritually mature life means accepting self-responsibility. And to take self-responsibility, we must pause to regularly ask ourselves two critical questions. Who am I becoming? And what direction am I moving in? I talk a lot about the importance of personal practice, of spiritual practices that support our efforts to live with intention, meaning, and mystery. I talk a lot about ancient stories and ancient teachings, and it's imperative that we remember that all of these things are merely tools. And they're only useful tools if they help us root our identity in our highest self. Bad things happen in the world, and our understanding of spirituality is only useful if it helps us to respond to oppression and suffering with love, grace, vigor, courage, compassion, hope. Martin Niemöller, a Lutheran minister and early Nazi supporter who later opposed Hitler's regime and was imprisoned, famously said, First they came for the socialists and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. This quote calls those of us in positions of privilege to notice our ability to be complacent. Niemöller gives us an example of transformation. Through his self-awareness and his self-responsibility, he moved in the direction of justice. Earlier, I offered disease, poverty, and systemic racism as examples of how our lives can be affected by things beyond our control. We can't control things. We can't stop the reality of change. Every part of our life and our world exists in a constant state of change. But we can work to direct the course of change in our lives. And through our lives, 
we can work to direct the course of change in the world? Are we becoming the kind of people that fight for healthcare, for economic equality, that stand up against white supremacy? The harvest season invites us to examine the fruit of our labor. It's a time to pause and ask, who am I becoming and what direction am I moving in? I recently heard a quote about hope from Václav Havel, an artist and activist who became the first president of the Czech Republic. He said that hope is a state of mind, not of the world. Hope in this deep and powerful sense is not the same as joy that things are going well or willingness to invest in enterprises that are obviously heading for success, but rather an ability to work for something because it is good. Are we becoming the kind of people that can maintain a mental state of hope and work for something because it is good? Unless our answer is an emphatic yes, then we must re-examine our spiritual understanding and our personal practices because the world needs us. Can we follow the examples of Niemöller and Havel and so many other warriors for justice and work for good in the world? Let us all together say yes, and let us not be overwhelmed. The harvest the world offers us in this season teaches us to remember abundance, and the light within connects us with a never-empty reservoir of support. Echoing the Jewish prophet Micah, the Mishnah offers us this encouragement. Do not be daunted by the enormity of the world's grief. Do justly now. Love mercy now. Walk humbly now. You are not obligated to complete the work, but neither are you free to abandon it. We can't solve everything, and it would be arrogant to think that we could. What we can do is take self-responsibility. We can practice self-awareness and we can do the work of recalibrating our attention. We can make the commitment to move in the direction of love. This isn't the end. You can dive deeper into these teachings at summercushman.com. Visit the sermon page for accompanying reflection questions and a guided meditation. And please, share the Yoga Church Sunday sermons with the people in your community, because we all need support as we work to live with intention, meaning, and mystery.